0: Yes, 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 yes. If you are like me, you are a dad who's chilling out 10:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time doing your thing, the thing that you want to do because it is Father's Day and we celebrating, man. We celebrating. I know the prof- the professor pulled up early. Yo professor, let me know, man. Listen, we are actually testing tonight because we're getting ready for the season, the fantasy season. You know when The actual NBA season ends, and then we go into the NBA draft, and that's when we start doing mock drafts, all of that good stuff. So I'm just trying to get my head around what this season is going to look and feel like, so I wanted to make sure that I jumped on. So before we get started, I wanted to quickly just wish everyone a happy Father's Day and, you know... (laughs) Let you guys know that my weekend was amazing. Like, my kids got me some really cool stuff. You can see this Lakers hat. My kids and my wife, my wife did an amazing job. I'm so grateful for her. God bless you, baby. I love you. She did a great job. Um, They got me this one too. And these are not really like color, you know, colorways that I would typically rock with. But anytime you can get like that underbrim with a fancy color, we got to go for it. And then I grabbed these, which are really cool. Just some. NBA, you know, some NBA daggone license plates. Uh, I mean, I I saw them and I was like, what? How much? They were like marked down by like 99%, yo. I grabbed. I should grab more and I think we're just going to redecorate the studio. So I see we got the professor here. I want to make sure that I'm respectful of his time and try to get him in here. Uh, Let's see how that looks and sounds. Let's jump in. (laughs) Professor, are you there? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me, Rob? Oh, you sound great, man, how are you?
1: Oh man, miss you,
0: miss you, buddy. (laughs) I miss you too, man, thank you for jumping on, man. I'm trying to test out uh, some technology to see how we're going to do the show. And I think a part of it is going to be every time I go live, I'm just going to invite any of everybody. You just pull up. If you want to pull up, that's fine.
1: That sounds great. I just got the invite. It was easy as, as pie just getting on here. So, yeah, thank thanks for the invite. And it's good to see your face, man.
0: Yeah, happy Father's Day.
1: Happy Father's Day. And I think
0: if you are not on video, then it just makes it like a call-in thing. So I think that's, really, that's a really good thing to know, too, so that people can call in and just kind of, have a conversation, so that's dope. Cool. You're not seeing uh your any images of your screen
1: on on the screen. You just see me right now, right? I just see you, yeah. And I, cool. I don't have my uh, camera on, just the microphone. So, um, yeah, I could probably turn my camera on, but I'm not sure what that would do to the feet. Nah, so let's keep it like you. this.
0: Let <laughs> let's try it like this, and let's jump right in, man. So you heard the news, I'm sure, about Bradley Beal
1: yes i did
0: (laughs) what's your first reaction let's talk strictly uh nba wise you know and then we can talk a little fantasy as well what are you thinking so far
1: um i'm a little confused uh to be honest i don't know what washington's doing (laughs) i mean i really i part of me feels like uh they may try to take chris paul and just turn him right around for something yeah um you know I don't I don't what is he thirty mm-hmm. seven gonna be thirty eight this season mm-hmm. um, I just I don't get it and uh, I think the rest of the pieces are kind of negligible I mean second round picks are second round picks uh, the, the pick swaps I can't imagine Phoenix finishing behind Washington this year so I don't think the pick swaps are real Mm-mm. I mean I could I could be wrong but I think again negligible and then Shamet is He's just a, a a small piece. And they have all those small pieces. So for the life of me, I don't know what they're doing unless it's a complete rebuild. Um yeah. but, it
0: screams rebuild to me.
1: Yeah. And and complete, total rebuild. And in the end, I feel like I mean, I know there's extenuating circumstances, but I think I was shocked to see Beal moved for that little. Mm. <laughs> you know, I I just think um I know i I read something about maybe it was the no trade clause that that you know played into this. Um, don't fully understand how that that would compromise his his overall price but um I know there there's some also some questions about in Phoenix like what is his role going to be um, yeah. so i you know, i don't know i I don't know how you feel about it I mean I love Beal as a player, of course um, but I don't know you know k d uh, Beal and Booker, I, I sort of see Booker and Beal in the same types of role. Um, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think that, you know, do you have a, do you have a true point guard who's going to run point? Is that going to be Booker? You know, who's going to be the playmaker? Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of wondering about with Phoenix. I mean, could they, <clears throat> you know, this could be a great move for them. They could get better. Um, but I could also see him just treading, treading water. Um, this, I don't see it as an as a honest replacement for the point that they are going to lose with Chris Paul, even though he's getting older. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm with you
0: on, on that, Bill. I think, uh, you know, really, I wasn't really shocked or surprised as much about the trade. Um, I'm more shocked than surprised about the assets. So if DeAndre yeah. Ayton was included in the trade somehow, yeah. or, or more, you know, I guess um, relevant long-term piece was included, then I think it would have been like, oh, okay, I see what they're trying to do. They got a young center. They're trying to rebuild. Really, right. it, it, if you can see the um, title of the video, the title of the video is Father's Day Special. Bradley Beal, Beal traded away for free because it feels <laughs> like. It feels, it feels like, like it was a, a a salary dump. Yep. You know, let me just... You know, because I got the numbers here too. I'll share them with you. So, you okay. know, he just signed this five-year deal for $251 um, million dollars in 2022. Right. His, inco- his contract includes a $57.1 million dollar player option in 26-27. So, Woo. for 22-23, <laughs> he got 43 million. 23-24... He's scheduled to make 46 million, 2425, 50 million, and then like I said, 2627, 57 million dollars. So then the other question is you are at Phoenix, speaking for Phoenix, you are yeah. comfortable with locking yourself into this long-term deal with Bradley Beal because fact of the matter is there's no there's a no trade clause. Right. <laughs> you got to be comfortable with it. <laughs> you got to be comfortable with
1: it. He's with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You 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 married now. You're married That's now, right. right? So my That's question right. to you is do you what do you think their ceiling is um in the short term because they're invested for a 3 year window with KD um, maybe K, really with KD, I think Booker, if they can secure him in a l- really long-term deal that he, he has a, a number of years left, but what right. do you think their ceiling is for the next three years?
1: I mean, ceiling for next three years, if they can really get a chemistry going between these three superstars, um, I mean, they could be title contenders with, you know, in this next three years. So ceiling is, I, I really think that ceiling would be, you know, flirting with uh championship games. Um, In the not-so-distant future. I think it's not going to be an easy, you know, year next year. Um, But two, three years down the road, I mean, if they can really figure this out. Because I love Beal. I love Booker. I love KD. But, you know, we saw what happened with KD, you know, not meshing with others in Brooklyn. Um, You know, when you had those three superstars and I remember the feeling, oh, we're going to win it all. And (laughs) you, you got... And it was just a mess. So, so I guess a lot of it just sort of I I've, I'm going to reserve judgment until I see what the coaches are going to be trying to doing in terms of this chemistry and and terms of what role they're going to have Beal come in and try to play. Yeah. Um, uh, I I do think that they're you know at first it's going to be Beal trying to find a role because KD and Booker I think are firmly established in their roles. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah so I, and and I think you know and but knowing that he's you're married no know, knowing how much married. he's make. yeah and I think that Beal is like I do think he's going to try to make the best of this opportunity after all those years being loyal you know in, in Washington um you know he finally has a chance to to maybe get a a trophy and uh you know win a ring get get the chip so I I think that's the ceiling the ceiling is uh the, they're there in the finals Yeah. um and that at least, you know, next two or three years. I think the the way the NBA is moving, the
0: the the current climate for competing teams in the NBA that I don't know if dynasties will be a thing for the next, you know, five or ten years. Honestly, I could be wrong, yeah, but just looking at over the last few years, we have been we're having a lot of one and done's. But yep. People, unlike football, like in football, people are good one year and then they suck the next year, you know, like uh, the the Rams. Right. But in basketball, it's like people are still knocking at the door. Um, They might take a step back, a step forward, but they get one championship and then, you know what I'm saying? You kind of have to wait it out. Um, Even the Warriors can be included in that. Like they had their their dynasty run and then they kind of snuck in another championship. I don't know if they're going to be in that position again. So for Phoenix in particular, I think yeah. they do have a championship in them. One championship. That's <laughs> it. That's, it. that's and, it. And and somebody's got to get injured. Everybody has to yeah. be healthy. They need yeah. to work the um you know the 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 vet minimum salary. They got to be really creative uh james jones has to be really creative on what he does to build a roster around those guys but i do yep. think they have one good chip in them
1: yes i, I agree I, and i think that is the ceiling the the floor uh, to be honest it could fall out i mean it could just fall out from underneath. oh yeah you know, so, and again, it's it's just a matter of, uh, it's like you said, do they put the right pieces in around them? Do they, you know, maximize potential with the other guys that they're going to try to bring in? Do they figure out a way to have Beal play an honest-to-God role, you know, uh, alongside of Booker and KD where all of them, you know, their, their magic can shine? And if not, and, you know, we could have a, you know, I think the floor is uh is the Brooklyn Nets. <clears throat> Mm. You know, with with Harden and KD and Kyrie not being able to speak to each other after after failure and disappointment. And, you know, it's, I mean, that's the floor, to be honest. So
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was going to – my next take is, um, <laughs> is KD cursed? Yeah. Is <laughs> right. KD cursed? Because, you know, really quick, just to frame it for you, Professor, um, you know, when he left – Golden State,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: literally left a perfect situation. Yes, and it might have. And one could argue that it was a prideful move. It wasn't a move on some like, yo, like they made me play with my foot hurt and Draymond cursed me out, and that's why I'm leaving. It was really like, yo, I want to win on my own. I want my own team, and I'm tired of them discounting my championships. You know what I'm saying? So what say you to that? Do you think that the man is is cursed?
1: I I think it'd be easy to to write that off as just him being cursed. I think my, my hope for KD is that, you know, he he's a smart guy. He took this in that he reflects on this and has learned from it and realizes, you know, li- listen, I maybe I did was prideful, maybe I did jump ship. I wanted to be the man, you know, not somebody who's second to Steph and, you know, <laughs> and and he tried he went out there and it's just uh, it's it's always a t- matter of team ball and chemistry and, and gelling. And, um, you know, I, th- I hope that the the failed experiment with him and Harden and Kyrie informs his uh, his his practice now in Phoenix as Beale comes in. I, I think he's well respected. I think in his position to be a, a great leader. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. He's not the man. You know, it's not like you're. He's not the one. He's not a. He's not LeBron. <laughs> um, but can he be one of three? Yeah. But I think I think he's got to learn a lot from this. You know, failed Brooklyn Nets. That was just a heartbreaker.
0: That's amazing. and
1: uh, yeah. And, if, and I'll tell you what. If he did not learn from that experience, if we we get a repeat of this in Phoenix, then then yes, he's cursed,
0: <laughs> and it's eh. his own doing. <laughs> and it's All
1: his right. own doing. You know. So I want
0: to make sure that we take some time to talk fantasy implications if we can. But before we do that, I want to take a minute to talk about underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy is the best place to play fantasy sports, including best ball, daily drafts, and pick them. Start drafting in minutes for a shot at big cash and an enhanced game watching experience. Did I mention that the cursed man himself, Kevin Durant, and Mark Cuban both invested in Underdog. Once I heard about those cosigns, I had to spread the news. Sign up today and use the code GamePick, and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Nice. It's like free money. Don't miss out on your chance to double up from the top. sign up. Just download the Underdog Fantasy app on Android or iOS. Now, with no further ado. <laughs> Fantasy. here we go here we go professor all right so, i'll let you start it's gonna be a little hard for us to talk wizards in my opinion because i don't know what's gonna happen i think uh both kuz kuzma and porzingis uh are free agents i believe i could be wrong there i can look it up while we're talking but i don't know if that that is gonna look the same but we can talk a lot about phoenix what do you think is going to happen fantasy wise what happens uh in terms of draft position for these three three stars but also how do you think they'll
1: coexist on a fantasy level well I think you know my my first instinct was um you know was that some people were going to be worried that Beal uh was going to bring down value from Booker or KD um in terms of shot creation you know how many shots are there um but the more I think about it, I don't expect big movement at all. As a matter of fact, I expect their the average draft positions to pretty much stay consistent. I don't see a ton of movement. Um I mean, they're all they're all fabulous players. I think they're all definitely top forty players in terms of this draft and probably higher. Um, and I think there's I think you're right about Washington. I, there's nothing we can say yet. It's not going to look like this at all. I mean, the roster could be, you know, completely different than what we're seeing. So I think that's going to be the big question mark. But my hunch is right now for Phoenix is that in this next couple of weeks, we don't see that much movement that the average draft position, stay type, um, you know, static sort of where they are. Um, And it's going to take a little while. I think some, some of the people who do like really accurate projections, I mean, you know, I follow, you know, Josh Lloyd a lot. Um, in terms of the projections, how do their projections change? Uh, my hunch is not that much. Um, I still think KD is going to be um, you know, the first one off the board. I think Booker is going to be the second, and I think close third um, Beal will be coming off the board after Booker. And that may be the one change. I think in years pre- previous years, I've seen Beal go before Booker. Um, but I do think it's going to be that order. I think it's going to be very tight. I think KD is going to be top ten. Coming off the board, and I think that um, uh, Booker will be second. Beal will be third, and they'll be in the top twenty-five.
0: Hmm. I, I I think I might disagree with you on Beal. Just okay. so for um, KB, I agree. I think that name, value, reputation. Like, people are drafting, uh you know, Kevin Durant in the first round. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, Jesus could join the Phoenix Suns and they would still <laughs> hey, draft him good. in yeah. the top 10, right?
1: Yep. Um,
0: And I think Book, because of, like, him being so young and still growing, he's still getting better. He's, like, moving up, right? So I think he might stabilize and kind of stay where he is. Um, But for Beal and... You know, you we, we play in some leagues together, and I'm sure you're noticing this over the last couple of years. Like, he had a really big year, and then the next year he went really high. And then yep. after that, he had some injury concerns, and he started dropping in drafts yep. the last couple of years. And yep. I think because of this move, he's going to be in the equation. Uh, if you look at the Durant joining the Warriors, where we had Durant, we had curry, and we were like, Clay. Somebody's gonna have to, you know, to, to not and it was yep. Clay. I think he's gonna be the Clay in this situation. Remember yep. this before uh, before Kevin Durant landed in <laughs> Golden State in in the fantasy world. Clay Thompson was that god. <laughs> yeah, understand? and I then remember. after that, a series of injuries, and it kind of led him to a place where he's not a top fantasy guy anymore, right? So I right. think that Bradley Beal. Uh, this season will drop a little bit. And depending on his performance, the trend may continue where year to year, he's just going to not be looked at the same way that he was when he had that breakout season.
1: Yeah. Do you still, do you still believe he's a top 40 player?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think he could work it out for top 40. Um, And for me, listen, one of those guys go down, which especially for Durant and Beal, the yep. value on the other two are going to boost up in season, right? So yep. my concern with Bradley Beal, why I would probably duck him unless I got a really good value on him in a draft is the injury concerns, man. It's like he the guy yeah. hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. When he's healthy, he plays well. You're going to be in a system where you're going to have to kind of, you know, not be the number one guy anymore because you got, you know, arguably the greatest scorer or one of the greatest scorers in NBA history on your team, and then a young lion, a, a, a mini mamba in yep. Booker. So I think he's going to have to find his way, but I think in terms of fantasy, that will either get some really good values on, value on him when he drops down yep. or
1: people are
0: being scared off uh, by him, you know what I'm saying? So I, yep. I would always lean towards taking the value and take the risk of the injury, but my biggest concern is can he stay healthy? And what does it look like in a system with two alphas like Durant and Booker?
1: Yeah, no, that's true. And in terms of those injury concerns, my actual interest is in, in Booker is really increasing now because, you know, KD has, you know, some health concerns as well. And his his frame is, you know, he's never been a big guy. <laughs> he can, uh, and, if he, and if he gets injured, um, I think Booker would be the guy to step up. So that's that's going to be interesting to watch and we'll have to, play that by ear. I, it, on a, on a, another note, you know, I in one of our leagues that we play together, I have Chris Paul. So uh, you want <laughs> <laughs> to trade?
0: No. I don't want no, oh, no. Listen, <laughs> like, I don't even like Chris Paul commercials. Like I'm out of <laughs> Chris Paul want nothing to do with Chris Paul. his commercials are pretty good though. His commercials yeah. are pretty
1: funny. Yeah. I have no idea what to do with this man. I'm gonna keep him in our keeper league just to see what happens. Yeah. But um I'm really tempted to, to let him to let him go and have him be somebody else's heartache this year because I uh, love him, but this is this scares me what uh Washington's doing. So too many unknowns. Yeah. He he. I, I doubt that he
0: he's there. I, I'm hearing rumors that he might even end up with LeBron in um in L.A. So yeah. Oh,
1: he would love that. I mean, I'm, if they had can, if they can make that happen. I think L.A. would actually find a way to you know make his his 38 year old season uh you know matter. I think. Um, but he but he's not himself. You know, he's he's not the young the young stud. But he does still have some juice. I'd like to see him play one more year. And playing with LeBron would be a great way to go out. So. Oh,
0: I think so. I think so. Yeah. And I think that um, for them as buddies, you know, as the the banana boat buddies, I think that that would be yeah. pretty cool for them to do that. Absolutely. Um, one more question before we uh, wrap up, uh, Bill. Um, yeah. I got a lot of people who are dropping comments and sending messages about making decisions for their keepers in their dynasty leagues and in just their keeper leagues. Uh, What's your, uh, I guess, your strategy or your, you know, your criteria when you have to make tough cuts? Like you talked about Chris Paul. I have a very um, interesting situation where I have to choose between like Ben Simmons and a couple other guys. How do you make those decisions?
1: It's really, you know, I almost have like three buckets. Uh, and I think most dynasty teams that I know, if say you have 16 keepers, um, I have three buckets. You already have, you have like the four or five guys, um, who, you know, you're going to keep because they are superstars. You know, they're just out. There's no question in your mind. And then there's the middle bucket. Um, and these are guys who, uh, to me, um, have to have a very high floor, right? So, you know, that they have a role. You know what their role is. It's clearly defined. There's not a lot of questions. You're talking about starters. You know, f- firm starters on NBA squads. Maybe not the best teams, but they have they have a definite role to play, and it's very clear. They're not going to be uh, uh, fighting for their spot. Um, so there's a floor. And then the third bucket is all upside. And f- for that upside, I usually swing for the fences, and I usually go real young so so uh you know I, I will take some of these kids who last year you know their rookie seasons they didn't perform that well they were just learning the rope, but you know they have upside and if they make great strides or second year you know and this is real upside play because a lot of these guys they have the youth they have the talent they don't have the role yet you know uh they're not they're not necessarily starting on their own teams but if that would happen, um, if they have that kind of, uh, you know, the profile of their athleticism, uh, you know, is, uh, is hopeful. And the, and the coaches see it, especially if the coaches are talking, you know, talking these young guys up. Um, I think there's reason to to take at least a third of my team and try to like swing for the fences because the upside plays are, are the most fun to me, actually.
0: Very nice. I love that. Uh You up for a game of would you rather?
1: Sure. Let's do it. So this is would you
0: rather keep this player or that player, right? So you pick okay. the player. This is the Ben Simmons edition. We're going <laughs> to. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 No would you rather have Ben Simmons or Gary Trent on a keeper uh in a keeper league? Ah. Uh. Gary Trent Jr. or Ben Simmons?
1: That's I. I'd say, oh God, Gary Trent.
0: Gary Trent over
1: Ben. How the mighty have fallen? Does they have fallen?
0: Why, Yes, they they have. How the mighty have fallen? So, so the so the actual baseline is a lot lower now. That's right. Another one for you. And mind you, Ben Simmons plays point guard, shooting guard, power forward. Tasty hey, yep. the Delight, if healthy and in his right, you know, mental space. Mine. Yep. Um, on hashtag basketball, he dropped 30 spots on their dynasty. He's currently yes. at 114.
1: That sounds right.
0: Aaron Gordon or Ben Simmons?
1: Aaron Gordon. <sighs> you are
0: heartless. You are heartless, man.
1: You can tell I'm not a Ben Simmons fan. I, you know th- that's a red flag to me. I, I'm sorry. If you if you drop 30 spots in, in hashtag, I'm I'm sorry. It's, they're seeing <laughs> stuff that we don't see. And so he's been 114. In my in my estimation, he's like 140, 145. That's okay. So, yeah. so let's keep it I'm going.
0: Let's okay. do a couple more. Okay. Ben Simmons or Kevin Herter?
1: i'd take Ben Simmons i'd take ben Simmons there you
0: take ben Simmons over Kevin yeah
1: Hurd. Yeah. Okay. yeah i'm not sure her herder, herder uh his his role comes in and out he's real fluky and uh so i'm not i i don't know about his floor um i mean a lot of people think i i don't know what he's ranked though this year uh dynasty's probably ranked above ben okay keeper
0: league who you picking ben Simmons or Lonzo Ball. And we'll end with that one.
1: Oh my gosh. Lonzo ball. His knees are as bad as mine. <laughs> That's really bad, man. <laughs> That's really bad. I I gotta go. I gotta go with Simmons there. I think I'm I'm really off Lonzo. Yeah, I would take
0: Simmons there too. And yeah. for Aaron Gordon, I would probably um Take Simmons there just because you know, I Aaron Gordon has never grown on me, and I believe yeah. I believe Ben if he plays, um, for, he has a really fantasy friendly game, right? Um, yep. Gary Trent, I think I might hold Gary Trent over um, Ben Simmons, and Gary Trent is 24 years old, Ben Simmons is. Yep. 26 years old in nine months, so that's another yeah. thing to take into consideration. And for Kevin yep. Hurd, i definitely take Ben Simmons as well. Yep. Um, yep. Hey, the professor, thank you so much for joining us, man, and um, happy Father's Day to you. And, and happy we Father's Day, We have you on this season. Um, again, I think I'm going to just make it open invites when I do the live stream, so I'd love to have you come back.
1: All right, man. I would love to be here. It's great to see you. Happy Father's Day, Robin. All right, man.
0: Talk take care. Soon. Peace. Pace. Oh, my man, the professor. We are in some leagues together. He's like taking, he's snatching the championships up like Thanos out here with these rings, man. So big shout out to the professor. Uh Again, if you are new to the channel, please make sure you follow, subscribe, like, wherever you're watching us. Big shout out to everyone um, over on Kick. We are streaming for the first time on Kick. So I'm really excited about that. We're not gonna really do the Twitch streams anymore. Um, and also big shout out to Underdog Fantasy for supporting the podcast, for supporting the show. Very important, don't forget: play the waivers, set your lineups, and follow game pick, you freaking fantasy nerd. Peace.